I just want to take a second to let you know that I've launched a Patreon page for the Halo Grange podcast. There's four levels of support that you can subscribe at, ranging from $4 for just a pat on the back. Think of it as buying a coffee for me once a month for a job well done. To becoming an executive producer and getting your name included on the podcast for a larger contribution. There's also a sponsorship option where you subscribe for $100 a month and add your cause in my ads every week. These spots are limited, though, so you better grab them while they're hot. Go to www.patreon.com forward slash Hey LaGrange and sign up to support the podcast today. And as always, thank you. Hello, folks. I'm Earl Gordon Barnett, and I'm here for another episode of Hey LaGrange, the podcast that seeks to tell the stories of the people of LaGrange, Georgia to reflect the diversity of this great community and show this sleepy southern town might not be so sleepy after all. I hope you're well as we barrel headfirst into this holiday season. With Hanukkah starting December 22nd and Christmas the 25th and New Year's right afterwards. Also, the countless holiday parties and holiday get-togethers with friends. This is a very busy time of the year. I want to take a minute to run a plug for the special service at St. Mark's Episcopal Church on December 18th at 5.30 in the evening. It's called Finding the Light in the Darkness, and it's intended as a service for those who have trouble finding happiness this time of year, for whatever reason. It's a service intended to cater to your needs and to help you worship God in your own way. It's on December 18th at 5.30 at St. Mark's Episcopal Church on North Springwood Street, just outside of downtown LaGrange. That said, my interview this week is with Adam Spees, Communications Director for LGTV at City Hall in the Grange. He makes and edits videos for LGTV and City Hall. He and his wife are new to the Grange, having only moved here eight months ago. However, he's gone a long way towards making the community his home already. The interview goes into his unconventional use for graveyards, his detailed search for and ranking of the best burger in the Grange, and his affinity for the threatened town. He also shares what he most wishes he had known about when he moved into LaGrange. Overall, I had a lot of fun interviewing Adam. We bonded on things like beer, beef, and Batman. We also plugged his podcast at the very end, Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast, where they recap and review episodes of the 90s sitcom Seinfeld, episode by episode, and his second podcast, A Blast from Our Past, where he explores all things nostalgia from semi-recent pop culture both are worth giving a listen. So without further ado, here's the interview. Okay, I'm here with Adam Spees. Um, well, would you like to do more of the introduction for yourself? Sure. Uh, I am new to LaGrange. I've only lived in town since uh, late April of this year of 2019. I am originally from the Roswell Alpharetta area, and then after I graduated at UGA uh, in 2008, I moved to Los Angeles, California, and lived there and in Denver um, for up until I moved back just recently to town. Uh, I work in, work in film and TV. Uh, and specifically post-production, so I'm a big fan of editing and things like that. And okay. managing editors is kind of like the career path that I took. And I was looking to 
get out of LA, uh, just kind of getting tired of it. Mm-hmm. And I stumbled across, got very lucky, a good friend of mine uh, who lives in town, who's been here all of his life, uh, forced Clark Johnson the fourth, if you happen to know him, or maybe his father, Clark Johnson, who's the town historian, but over at the um, True County Archives. Oh, okay. Um, but um, great people. The guy, love him to death. He actually married me and my wife, so he's a really good friend of mine. Oh, okay. And he kind of was talking to him about, you know, just being on the job hunt. He's like, wait a minute. I think I saw an opening for uh, technically media coordinator is the name of it okay. uh, for the city of LaGrange. So I now work for the city, and I am creating videos that we post um, on either we put on LGTV, which is our... Um, public station that we have mm-hmm. here um, but more so I'm kind of working and in charge of the social media videos that we put out on our city's page our Instagram and our um, uh, LGTV Facebook or and okay. city Facebook as well awesome yeah. um, I don't think I realized that you never lived in LaGrange before yes this is the first time so for a LaGrange centric podcast I am definitely a newbie you're going to have a totally different uh, you know Kind of perspective than some of your previous guests because I've only been here what is that seven months eight yeah. months something like that awesome that's absolutely wonderful it's kind of I guess I want to say that's kind of my perspective too but it's I guess that's how I feel even mm-hmm. though I've lived here for ten years now mm, okay where are you I, originally from I'm originally from Binghamton New York upstate oh, okay. New York oh wow yeah it, even though I've been here for ten years it doesn't yeah. feel it okay. I feel like I'm brand new to LaGrange, even though I've been here for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we covered what you do in LaGrange. Um, you lived, you came from Denver. Yeah, so technically, all the places I've lived, I've moved quite a bit, it seems, but I was born in Iowa. Okay. Uh, and then my parents moved to Cumming, Georgia, when I was a baby. Okay. Uh, less than a year. And I grew up in the Cumming and then Alpharetta and Roswell area through or up until high school. Okay. When I, after high school, I went to UGA. Okay. Uh, and then after UGA, I went straight out to Los Angeles after that. Okay. There for about four years, then in Denver for about four years, then in LA for about another three years, and now in LaGrange. Got it. Okay. <laughs> All right. I think I'm making sense of that now. Yeah, yeah I hop around. So I guess our third question, what are you known for in and around LaGrange? I... Yeah, I'm a little little too uh, fresh yeah, to, to be known, quote-unquote, in LaGrange. Um, but, I don't know, some people start recognizing me. Well, not recognizing me, but um, I do. since I do the videos for the city, sometimes people mm-hmm. will have seen some of our stuff. Okay. That. We have got a, a nice little series um, that I do with the, the Troop County Archives about showing up history mm-hmm. in LaGrange, and I'm a big fan of doing those. Okay. Uh, I've done some videos for our tourism department as well, and so, one of my favorite videos that I've worked on so far um, actually was our fire department does a stair climb every 9-11, okay. and yeah. so uh, it was a very emotional day, obviously, where they go to Callaway Stadium and they run up and down 110 flights of stairs in honor of um, you know, the, the stairs mm-hmm. at, at Twin Towers, and they play the radio calls from that day. And so it was very, very emotional just, just going there and I had to film that and then what we wanted to do was get that footage up that day because mm-hmm. as weird as it sounds, 9-11's not topical on 9-12. Yeah. And so I wanted, so I went and filmed that and the, the what uh, John Brandt does, the chief at our fire department, 
Um, you know, he, he's the guy, he really cares, and he's very emotional. He loves his, his people, and he just, I think he loves this town and everything. Mm -hmm. And so when they put that on, I filmed that, and then I brought it back here and edited it. And that video, that, which you can find on the City of LaGrange's Facebook video page, I think is one of the, the better pieces of work that I've done okay. uh, since I've here, but it's very emotional, and it's, um, it's just wonderful. It also just makes me feel I'm very happy to be in a town like this. Awesome. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, awesome and I, exactly. It can be sad, but um, uh, because I'm a, a filmmaker, uh, something I've been working on, I, you know, I, uh, it's one of the ones I'm most proud of because we, we played that video um, at multiple different things, including city council meeting um, and for, in front of the chief and some other of the other people um, who are doing it, as well as in front of just some other townspeople, and it, it's made people cry. Mm -hmm. And me being a filmmaker, you know, I want I want my videos to elicit some kind of emotion. Yeah. Maybe I'm trying to you know make people excited for what the government's doing. Maybe I'm mm -hmm. trying to you know make people laugh. This one I wanted to make people feel emotional, and it just it made me happy that it was something that seems to be working. It was, yeah. uh, it was a good video for that. Yeah, a tearjerker film is what you wanted. Sometimes, yes, it's exactly what you want. Yeah, makes sense. Mm -hmm. All right. Hmm. So everybody, go check it out. Yeah. Please. <laughs> So we covered, you've been doing it, you've been doing it in LaGrange about six months, you'd say? Yeah, seven, seven-ish months, where are we at? 20, yeah, yeah, so since April, yeah, about, I guess that's eight months, closer to eight, or okay. yeah, seven, seven to eight months, uh, but I've been working in film and TV for, since, and video since, uh, since 2008. Okay. Um, some projects that aren't very good. When I first got out to LA, <laughs> I was uh, mainly doing assistant editing work and doing some projects that I know I know are on Netflix and Amazon Prime right now. Okay. But they're not good. <laughs> okay. I don't I don't recommend anybody. I mean, every now and then I'll go like, you know, I'll, I'll either pop them on or something just so I can see my name in the credits. It makes me feel pretty good cuz mm -hmm. I got out of like film a while ago and I started going into digital video. Okay. Um, you know, a good while ago, probably probably 8 years ago or so. And so, like, you know, seeing my name mm -hmm. on, on the credits or on, mm -hmm. like, the big screen is kind of something that's, you know, I, I kind of shifted from. But it's still kind of nice. still kind of nice seeing your yeah. name, you know, in that end crawl. Yeah, it's gratifying. Um, exactly. But, yeah, so I shifted to, to online and digital video working for an educational company out in Denver for a while. Okay. Uh, where I was editing and, and then started kind of climbing the corporate ladder into managing editors. Okay. Uh, for a company that did arts and crafts videos. So I went from very, you know, kind of fun, silly movies or things like stuff that, you know, aired on BET or mm -hmm. um, Sci-Fi Network or stuff like that to 60-year-old women teaching you how to sew, <laughs> stuff like that. Uh, but it also it was a really great company that I enjoyed working for and for the time that I did. I got to travel quite a, quite a bit around and, and, you know, filming people doing their arts and crafts, whether it was photography, sewing, knitting, cake decorating, all okay. across the country. Um, yeah. It was very, very interesting. And then after that, I moved back to Los Angeles uh, and was a uh, post-supervisor and eventually the director of, of post-production for a fairly large uh, YouTube channel. Okay. So, yeah. so I, was, I was managing a team of 20 different editors and assistant editors for a while wow. until I just got a little got sick of the environment there okay. and I kind of needed to get out of Los Angeles as well. Yeah. And I found a position out here and I was like, all right, I'm doing it. All right, well, I think that covers what first yeah. brought you to LaGrange, too. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, is there a story behind you moving here? Um, I mean, the, the physical move or why the choice of LaGrange? Either or. Either or. So, the choice of LaGrange is because a buddy of mine, I, I think I'd only really driven through the town once because okay. I had a couple friends um, 
were close. I think they ended up, they both went to Troop High. Okay. Uh, some good friends of mine who I met at UGA uh, played rugby with up there. And you know, they're just two, two of my you know, best friends I've known for a long time. And um, you know, one of them, he just kind of knew about this position. So I did all Skype interviews mm-hmm. with uh, the city manager and my current boss. And they liked me enough, and I guess I had a decent enough resume that they were willing to take a risk on me. And so I was like, all right, I'll move across country. And what I really, really, what made me want to move to LaGrange was I was looking for not the complete opposite of Los Angeles, mm-hmm. but I wanted a good change. Okay. Uh, I was sick of seeing concrete everywhere and fake okay. everywhere. Uh-huh. I am ready and was ready kind of to, well, kind of a throwback to you know, what I grew up in in coming area. Um, you know, it was a little bit of a smaller town, something mm-hmm. that, you know, has still had plenty going on, but hopefully hadn't been swallowed up by Atlanta sprawl. Mm-hmm. And yeah. LaGrange is far enough away that it hasn't been swallowed up, but it's also close enough. I can go make a day trip and see tons of friends that I've got in Atlanta mm-hmm. yeah. and it's not a problem. You know, I mean, Hartsfield Jackson's less than an hour away. Yeah. And so I thought the distance, I thought the culture, I thought a lot of that stuff fit really well for me here from what I was my doing my research, talking to other people just mm-hmm. who've been here. So that's what motivated me to want to take the position. Okay. Uh, yeah. And then I got very lucky. The team that I'm working with is absolutely amazing. And so I'm very, very happy that I am here now. That's yeah. really cool. Mm-hmm. And then my physical move, my wife and I drove uh, across, <laughs> across the country and we took seven days. Um, oh, and really? we did a good little trip. Yeah, we didn't try to bust butt to get over here. I was going to say, like, yeah, yeah. That's, seven days is taking time. Yes, we, I mean, we stopped. We hadn't seen the Grand Canyon yet, so we just went and saw the Grand Canyon. Uh, and my wife is a, I'd say, intense runner. I would okay. say she is. She is a streak runner, which means she runs a mile, at least a mile, if not more, every single day. Okay. And so she's been doing it for mm, over two years now, straight, every single day, without taking a break. Wow. She's having to run a mile. And so she has a separate goal of where she wants to run a half marathon in every single state. Okay. And so we made That's... sure to run at least virtual half marathons <clears throat> in six states during our trip. Um, so that way we had to make sure we, you know, we, we got in Arizona. Or no, we already did. She, yeah, uh, Arizona, New Mexico, Louisiana, like whatever. Mm-hmm. Going across, she's like, all right, we have to stop and we have to run or she has to run I didn't run I certainly didn't I, I went and gassed up the cars and, and you know brought her water and things yeah. like that while she ran 13 miles in every state while we went across, uh, across okay. the country it was funny like in uh, I'd say half of the times we ended up running in cemeteries because we were like well you know you can't every place you stop doesn't have like a perfect park to go yeah. running in and we're uh-huh. like well what's a good uh, you know other substitute for that well Cemeteries are usually typically fairly flat or close enough. Mm-hmm. Um, they're usually well enough maintained, and they have some kind of paths, either driving or walking yeah. paths, and they're not, they're not typically busy. <laughs> so it was a good spot for her to do her running, and it was fantastic. That's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was so we ran in cemeteries in New Mexico, Mississippi, and Louisiana. It was fun. <laughs> Like I said, I, I would either, either find a tree and sit and read a comic book or something, and, and she would do all her running work or, you know, simple stuff. Do you still read physical comic books? Uh, I haven't in a bit. I, I pick up a, a, a trade paperback every now and then, you okay. know, when I get the itch. Um, Deadpool's my guy, mm-hmm. and so I, if I typically read anything, it's, it's one of his. Um, but I was collecting pretty heavy, heavily up until about 2012, 
And then I just kind of like, I weaned off money needed to go to other sources yeah. and things like that. And also there's just so many crazy storylines that, you well, know. I just, digital is yeah. where it tends to go. Yeah, very true. I mean, you can get everything on your computer on a tablet and it's, yeah. it's fantastic. It looks gorgeous. The colors are great. Um, yeah, so that is the way a lot of people go. And I still like grabbing, you know, a hard copy mm-hmm. uh, every now and then. Like I still, I do try to keep up or keep up enough um, with the series Fables. I think that was okay. fantastic mm-hmm. for your series. But on top of that, I'm a, I'm a Marvel guy more than anything. That, yeah. Then I'll grab pretty much any Batman trade paperback and be very happy with that because that guy has some of the best stories out there. See, I've not been able to, I've not been able to get into Batman. Okay. All right. Have you tried enough or are you just, have you not found the right story for you? Um, I've not really found the right story for me. Okay. All right. I'd be happy to either lend you or give you some recommendations because I think he's probably got some of the best best stories. But overall, I like Marvel better. What I mean, what's your jam? Yeah, I tend to like Marvel. Deadpool is always a solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marvel Zombies. Marvel tends, Zombies is fun. Yeah, tends to be a lot of fun. Okay. Um, I tend to like the one shots. Oh, okay. The, yeah. the short the short story that can contain it within a single mm-hmm. hard paperback or hard trade paper a hard yeah. graphic novel. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Despite being new to town, you've got to know the place by doing a bit of adventuring on your own through a burger challenge. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Tell me a bit about that. Sure, which I think is actually how I guess you saw me uh, or so kind of heard my name or saw my name on social media because I was posting uh, these things. So where this started from, basically, is, so I was new to town and kind of what came into my head was you know when you go to a new town and what I kind of thought is when people come to see me here a lot of people want to know what's the best burger in town or what's the best pizza in town or whatever and that's where I people want to go mm-hmm. when they come visit you and you know me being new I was like I don't know what the heck the, the best is in town so it's like I set out to make to, to find out what is the best burger in LaGrange for me and so when I decided to do that, I got into it. I made an entire like Google Doc spreadsheet um, where I just broke everything out so I could put my ratings and make my notes. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna have my separate rules. And so, I mean, this is me just being an idiot, just you know, just kind of having fun on my own. And so I, you know, went on to Yelp, went on to Google, went asking people, just being like, all right, what is the best burger in town, or what are the burger places in town? Mm. And I wanted to be thorough. So I wasn't just gonna try five places or whatever. I was like, okay, my criteria are, can't be a national chain. Mm-hmm. I want it to be basically a local spot or a local chain kind of uh, place that you know is typically just in Georgia or around LaGrange. Um, it has to have a, basically a burger menu or a specialty burger. It can't just be like, I mean, every restaurant pretty much has a burger, mm-hmm. but I didn't wanna go and try every single burger in town. I would be dead. Yeah. Before I could, you know, uh, get this this thing out, and so I was like, all right, it has to have a burger menu, so that way it's kind of like burgers are something that they care about, um, and so I made my list of twenty places, um, and then I also did include places that are known for their burger. So, for example, um, there's a Red Skating Rink, is a place that multiple people were telling me oh this is this is the best burger in town i'm like it's a skating rink you know i mean they, it's just a little concession stand in the skating rink. They're like no just go uh so i included them because they are like quote unquote known for their burger so that's one of the places i found most disturbing or interesting i'm not sure how to word <laughs> yeah. it uh it, it's a interesting rink. yes 
I mean, I held nothing back. I went to all the different places that people were like, Adam, you know, carry a gun with you or something. Don't go to those places. Like, that does not seem safe. I, I didn't fear for my life in any of these places that I went to. Or some places they were just like, really? You're going there for a burger? And I'm like, well, yeah, it fits all my criteria. I'm going to be thorough. I'm going to make sure I try it. So I started on, and I did not eat 20 burgers in 20 days yeah. or whatnot. I, now, granted, I saved up my posts, and I started posting them kind of back to back to back. But I would have about one to two burgers a week, mm-hmm. starting, I think it was around, like, May, June, July, or August, or something like that, and going for a couple months and knocking out the burgers mm-hmm. and then started posting it. But... Um, it was it was fun, and I got a lot of you know comments from friends and what and family, and just mm-hmm. being like uh, you know, really enjoying it, enjoying my comments and my ratings and whatnot. And so, I mean, I went to pretty much every one of those places in town that fits it, mm-hmm. and I narrowed it down to my top burgers, and it was a tie for number one. Okay, I'd be curious. I mean, I, I could bring I bring it like my top five if I remember. I think I think Cart Barn was number five or around that. Um, people were shocked that I had Car Barn so low, but it was okay. Um, uh, one that had a surprisingly good burger, Captain's Cove. That burger, so I got a burger at Captain's Cove, um, based on, they had, they had a menu, but a buddy, a guy who I work with at City Hall said, okay, you've got to go get the, I think he called it the Aloha Burger or something like that which really was nothing like I would assume an Aloha burger is, which is should have like, a, you know, maybe bacon or a pine, definitely yeah. a grilled pineapple or something. So it was not like that at all. It was had some kind of special sauce that they obviously made there. It was a humongous, like, bigger-than-half-pound burger. Um, the fries at, at Captain's Cove were surprisingly awesome. Um, really? I would say the, not to be mean to QR Captain's Cove, but the atmosphere is not the best there. It, it's, well, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't the best atmosphere, but the food was solid. I was surprised that place is even open. Yeah, I know. So you drive by and you're just like, really? Uh, I mean, similar enough with like Pizza Villa. I tried their burger, um, which was ranked tied for the lowest burger in town. Yeah. <laughs> it tied with, I'm sorry, people, you're, you might hate me being a LaGrange podcast, tied with Charlie Joseph's for my least favorite burger in town, <laughs> which I still, I still liked it. I still would eat it, but it was just lower rankings to the others. Um, and then my number three burger was Mare Soul. Fantastic burger. Mm-hmm. The Pimento burger, cheeseburger was very good. Um, and then tied, I guess, for number one and slash two was the tie between um, Beacon. Beacon's burger was fantastic. They had the best bacon um, mm-hmm. out of anyone. It's almost more like pork belly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was really good. I wish the patty was a little bit thicker, and that's why it didn't get like a perfect score for me. And then the other burger that was absolutely fantastic, Venucci's, which is an Italian place. No one yeah. needs to go there for a burger, but they have a burger lunch menu. Okay. It's a huge burger. Um, it's called the, uh, what I had, I had the, the Brits Southern Burger, which comes with pimento cheese, a fried tomato, fried green tomato, bacon, a pepper jam, a pepper, pepper jelly that was just delicious. And it really had all the kind of flavors you would want. It had a little bit of, tiny bit of kick from the pepper jelly, but, but mm-hmm. plenty of sweetness from it. Um, all the savory and great texture from the fried green tomato, uh, and the bacon and the pimento cheese, super creamy, super umami with that. And, and the burger was huge itself. Um, but wow. Venucci's had the worst fries <laughs> out of my entire thing. Venucci's had the worst fries, and like Mayor Soul had the best fries. So okay. if you're a fry person, 
Yeah, I'm definitely the fries either make or break it for me. Yeah, and so I, I that's why I, to me it's like you got to have a, a burger with fries. So mm-hmm. I kind of like I made it all about the burger, and that's why Venucci's tied for the top. Mm-hmm. But I kind of had like a side category where the fries are like it's an extra important thing because if I told somebody to go to a burger place, I probably or to get like oh the best overall burger experience. Yeah. I probably wouldn't say Venucci's because their fries are just that low. I would say go to Beacon or Marisol because uh, Beacon's fries are just as good pretty much. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, but if you are just wanting a burger, Venucci's, what a surprise. Very good. So, yeah, anyway, I took pictures at the places and just started posting them um, on my Instagram and, and tagging, you know, LaGrange and whatnot and yeah. putting up the rankings and whatnot, and it was just a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I, I was inspired by that and I considered doing something similar mm-hmm. just with my own stuff nice yeah yeah I, people are trying to get me to do like you know the best wings in town or the best pizza uh, I'm, I'm trying to eat a little bit better right now this <laughs> holiday season so I'm gonna try and maybe abstain from, from doing that no <laughs> just eh, just go for it yeah, seriously yeah. just lean in fair enough <laughs> what do you wish you had known when you first moved to town um yeah great question um, for me, as, as, I guess, dark as it sounds, how divided this town can be, mm. um, you know, you see, there's some really nice areas of LaGrange, mm. and LaGrange is an up-and-coming place, which I, was one of the reasons I was inspired to move here, it mm-hmm. seemed like a great spot to come in before, you know, it really starts building up into its own kind of metropolis area, mm-hmm. you know, where you can maybe get in on the ground level floor, but there's still a long way to go. Now, there's still, you go, you turn a corner and you see some impoverished areas. And that's, that's the only kind of thing that, you know, not that I, not that I needed to know that before, before I got here, but, you know, I, there, I still see there's a lot of work in this mm-hmm. town for, um, you know, not even just, you know, having, seeing dilapidated buildings, but also just the community itself. Like, yeah. let's get people together. Let's, let's clean up. Cause you know, I, I I'm here and I'm already like jumping in with uh, litter pickups and I'm excited to be here Mm -hmm. and I want to see like people who've been here all their lives like we have the opportunity this seems to be the opportunity right now to get LaGrange just booming Mm -hmm. and we've got some fantastic restaurants and breweries the amphitheater everything that's here gives this place such great potential Mm -hmm. and I I do see a lot of whining and complaining as opposed to hey we're a community I want to see us band together and I see you know it's it's across the country here it's not just LaGrange but mm-hmm. there seems to be a lot of you know just divided people we're more divisive than ever mm-hmm. and so I see that here um, and I see even honestly like I said physically you you turn down one road and you're like oh whoa yeah where am I so mm-hmm. yes very much so um, yeah it's actually much better than it used to be mm, okay it was far worse when I moved here 10 years ago okay yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, that's hopeful. Yeah, and, we're making know, progress. Good. Glad to hear it, because I want to be here, and, you know, I want to make more progress with yeah. the town. So. so what's your favorite spot or place in LaGrange? Uh, well, as I mentioned about burgers, there's, you know, some of those options, but... Yeah, so let's leave the burgers Let's leave, yes, the, leave the food and the burgers aside. Uh, when it comes to, like, my favorite spot... Uh, right now, and maybe it's because my wife's a runner, I get drug at uh, to Granger Park okay. pretty often, and I actually very much enjoy it. It's it's a spot that I end up going maybe once or twice a week, mm-hmm. um, even you know just 
take during my lunch breaks, I get off and I walk from City Hall, I walk down to Granger Park, and I do a little loop, walk and come back, mm-hmm. and I just kind of put on either a podcast or some music or something, and it is very relaxing. I very much enjoy that area, um, and just, just having that thread has actually mm-hmm. been really nice, and that was another like another thing that made me excited to, to be here, seeing that that was growing, especially having a running wife um, being like, wow, this is a community that seems to be wanting to push that. But I, you know, lo- people love parks, and parks, mm-hmm. I think, are an important part of any town. And so having that, that can be, I feel safe, I feel um, just very, it's very calming, just going mm-hmm. out and doing a walk. And so, you know, I'll be out there multiple times each week, just, just going and doing loops and walking and um, enjoying myself and just kind of uh, having a relaxing time. Awesome. That's a great answer. I honestly never even thought about the thread being a favorite spot. And I guess I guess I want to give a second favorite slot, which is also tied to the thread uh, where I did my Christmas pictures this year. We went there. There's that new boardwalk on the um, Country Club area of the thread, oh, which yes. is beautiful. It's I mean that's going to be a spot for you know prom pictures and stuff like that yeah. for years to come. But my <laughs> wife and I did a little faux photo shoot for our. Um, Christmas pictures this year for our holiday pictures and sent them out. Awesome. And that was, it turned out really good. So I guess for pictures, that's, that's, that's a good spot as well. All right. You're banned from answering number 12 with a burger joint. <laughs> oh, no. So what is your um, okay. go-to order at your favorite LaGrange bar or restaurant? Okay. If it's not a burger joint. If it's not a burger joint. So... I mean, can I say my favorite beer in town? I've tried. Yes. I've tried quite a bit of the beers at both Beacon and Wild Leap. Yeah, I said no, my my number my answer for number twelve was um, the Bomb Pop IPA. Okay. At, at, you, I see. My issue, I'm not a big IPA guy. Okay. And all that hops flavor just just it doesn't do it for me. But I know IPAs are so in, and Wild Leap is they're hardcore into their IPAs. Yeah, as my well. wife my wife hates IPAs. Okay. Yeah. It's, so it's just it's just the one kind of beer that I haven't really got to do. When I when I first got here though, they had a bourbon barrel stout at Wild Leap, mm-hmm. and it was fantastic. And then like two or three weeks later, when I went back, it was gone, and I was just like, "Bring it back! I want that." Um, so hopefully it's seasonal and is coming back uh, next year. I it, it was fantastic. But besides that, my my go to beer right now in town is Benjerong at um, okay at Beacon, which is a Thai chili porter, mm-hmm. uh, which is nice. I kind of like that there's a little kick to it, uh, but it's just, it's got chock full of flavor, some unique stuff in there mm-hmm. um, that you don't always expect from a beer, and so that one has kind of been my, my go-to. It's not one that I'm going to drink all day on it, mm-hmm. but it's one that, that is like, you're going to have a specialty beer, you drink that, and then you can kind of go back to like a local gold or something like yeah. that. Fair enough. That's a good way to put it. Um, does your wife have a favorite beer? My wife isn't a beer drinker, so, oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> she, My wife isn't either, actually. Okay, there you she, go. She can do a sour or a, like, a Vacanza uh-huh. every now and then. Yeah. But she's more of a wine person. Yeah, so my wife, she, she enjoys, like, the sweet wines, and that's kind of her jam. Mm. So, that's, that's kind of, that's it, so. So, since you've been here for eight months or so, what's your favorite thing about living in or around LaGrange? To me, as weird as it sounds... It's seeing the green. Okay. Um, yeah, I lived in Colorado for a while, which was fine. But like being in Los Angeles for, I guess it was a total of seven-ish years or so, all you see is like shades of brown and concrete. And like, you know, 
it's, it's so dry out there where <laughs> nothing really grows all that much. Mm -hmm. uh, it rains like just a couple times, a handful each year. And so I really, really like coming to a town and, and living in a place where, okay, I'm going to drive to work or I'm going to go drive out. Oh, I can, the lake's 10 minutes away or whatever. And you're just, you're surrounded by trees when you're driving there. Mm -hmm. Like I really did miss greenery. And that is as kind of basic and, and I think a lot of people may not, they might mm -hmm. not think about it, but for me, who has kind of missed it, living in like downtownish Denver and downtownish Los Angeles, I miss it, man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so I was very, very happy to have that around here. So, since you've been here for eight months, mm -hmm. that's long enough to find a hidden gem. Mm -hmm. So, what is the hidden gem that no one else knows about, or at least you think no one else knows about? Okay. I don't think enough people know about this small... Well, I guess I could have said the Red's Burger. <laughs> the skating rink yeah, that I, has the I'm burger still, spot. I still even know where Red's is. Yeah, it's it's um, way out. It's kind of near the lake. It's right by WaterWiz. Did you know where that's a little... Uh, I know of WaterWiz, but I don't know where it is. Okay. Um, it's, kinda, it's kind of out near the lake, um, and I can't remember which um, which one of like the boat docks is near or something like that. But... Google it. People okay. can figure it out. Yeah. The skating rink is meh. The burger was surprisingly decent. Uh, and they had some games and whatnot. Um, but a place I want to call out, which is similar to another kind of game spot, um, but for me, it was really all about the generosity and then just a super nice guy uh, who runs William Speedway, which is a little okay. go-kart, indoor go-kart rink, or go-kart spot that they have here in town, which... We have, no, an, we have an indoor go-kart? Exactly. Speed? Not many people know that there is a little... And it's not a huge track. You know, it's, it's, it's in like, a, like an old warehouse-y kind of spot. Um, you know, even kind of like the go-kart fumes, you kind of can smell. But he's got fans to kind of blow him out. But the guy was so nice. And we, we were doing a little filming there um, for a tourism video. We had the mayor come, and he filmed the little spot there. And the guy couldn't have been a nicer dude. And, he, and after we filmed, he let... Uh, me and uh, a guy I work with, Philip, he let us hop on, you know, multiple of his different go-karts. And awesome. some of them, they got some power, I can tell you. <laughs> they were pretty ridiculous. And one of them is like a tricycle, that that thing, it sounds like a freaking hog. It sounds like something that, you know, is a, is a full-blown, you know, Harley driving down the road. And it, it's hard to control, but it is fun. Uh, and the guy, yeah, like I said, the guy was super sweet. It's a little indoor go-kart play. They have some other games and stuff, which are cool, too. Mm -hmm. um, but that guy was awesome. Having the indoor go-kart thing was just a lot of fun. It's a place I would absolutely want to go back and, and just kind of, you know, enjoy just being silly, spinning out, doing go-kart stuff. So so William Speedway is a little huh. gem. That, and when I mention it to people, um, they have no idea that there's a go-kart area in town. So Yeah, I, I've lived here for 10 years. And yep. I, there's a go-kart place in yeah. town? Oh, awesome. <laughs> Hmm. I'm gonna have to take my son. Yeah, uh, it, it is probably. I, I doubt that you guys will regret it. It's uh, a lot of fun. If you could be a superhero, what power would you possess? <sighs> so you're talking to a nerd. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, this you could go so many routes. I want all the powers. So I know, can, right? Yeah. I mean, I love Deadpool. So being regenerative would be awesome you could live extra long you would not worry about hurting yourself um, but that's probably not the route I would want to take um, for me and also partly I want to like, 
man, I want to be able to control people. You know, the little, the dark side of me is like, man, I want, I want uh, Professor X to be able to just read all minds, know everything, and, and just control no, whatever my will. No, you don't want to read minds. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't want to read Well, I can control the minds then, too. But you Ship know what them. they were thinking. So just, <laughs> that's, a, that's a recipe for disaster, bud. Fair enough. Um, but what I ultimately typically try to go with is because I, there's so much of this world I want to see, I'm going to go teleportation. Okay. Um, you know, I want to go places. And I'm not talking night, Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler's awesome. He'd be super cool. But he only goes as far as he can see. I was going to say. I don't, yeah, and I don't want to have to, like, you know, bamf myself across the Atlantic <laughs> looking everywhere I can see. I'll do someone like um, Magic or Cloak or so, someone who yeah. can pretty much go any of the distances. And, and Kudos uh, for knowing the, the bamf and, uh, <laughs> and the fact that you can only teleport as far as you can see. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, you know... If I could do that, then I could just, oh, I want to go to Paris for lunch. Boom. And then I just kind of hop over there or see anything that I want to do. That, that would be the kind of experiences you could have doing that would be um, unparalleled. Awesome. All right. So what's your best MacGyver moment? My best MacGyver moment was probably when I was six. And I was with my dad. And it was the episode where my guy, I'm just kidding. That was not, <laughs> <laughs> I know you're not talking about you know, watching MacGyver. Yeah. Um, so recent... You can go with that, too. I could go with that, too. You probably haven't gotten that kind of MacGyver <laughs> oh, moment. Oh, yeah. You know, man, when, when MacGyver had the best mullet, and, you know, just, like, <laughs> I was trying to recreate it. Uh, no. Got my haircut just so. <laughs> that would be a heck of a MacGyver moment right there. Um, at the parade in town, that was the District 2 Light Up LaGrange Parade, uh, me and... My buddy, or not my buddy, my, my well, he is a buddy, my buddy, my coworker. This Phillip. is just a couple days ago, right? Uh, that was, that's the, that's the Christmas parade. So this was the one that was about two weeks and, and a couple days ago. So. Thanksgiving it's, parade? It's, yeah, it, it kind of was that, but it's at Union Street Park. Um, it's put on by the District 2 uh, community members or, and, and whatnot. So it's not as big of a parade at all, okay. but it's one that is trying to be up and coming. Okay. Um, and me and philip and jeremy who is someone else i work with okay we set up fantastically we were all set and ready to go and then it started raining and it was like oh man we got video equipment so we had to i mean it's not much of a macgyver moment we had to kind of tweak and adjust some things but like it kind of got nuts there's kids running around they kicked off one of our sdi cables broke it completely um but we had to like fully adjust within a matter of it felt like seconds to kind of make sure that we could still put on we didn't put on the parade but to film the parade put it out there for the community to watch if they wanted to on LGTV and um, on our on our Facebook page and whatnot uh, so we had to scramble break down all our equipment in the rain make sure it was safe make sure that we could you know we were hiding under garbage bags filming stuff with little holes ripped out mm -hmm. so we could you know get our lenses through it um, so it's not like a perfect, you know, uh, rubber band and pencil and boom, now you have a helicopter or whatever the heck uh, MacGyver type of moment. But it was something that, to me, really showed the team that I work with, you know, mm -hmm. we're willing to adjust on the fly uh, and get what needs to get done so we can make sure the community, you know, we're still showing the videos that we need to or getting stuff out there. Yeah. Still pretty impressive. Yeah. I mean, it stunk and, and, you know, it wasn't fun in the rain, but you know, and MacGyver we got it really are. Yeah, true. All right. Is there anything else I should have asked but didn't? Hmm. Is there anything you're dying for the folks of LaGrange to know? 
Um, I mean, I, I guess what I'm dying them to know is, you know, go check out our videos on um, facebook.com slash city of LaGrange and, or LGTV. Um, a lot of people, you know, who have made some comments on them are like, oh, uh, for example, we do a, a series, I, I briefly mentioned it with our the Troop County Historical Society that's called A Brief Moment in LaGrange's History. And we've done it for closing in on 20 weeks now. Mm -hmm. Um, where it's 20 different stories, brief stories, you know, with uh, just kind of pictures being told by the director of the historical society over there, um, just telling different stories about different people in history, pretty much unique to this town. So one of our most viewed one was uh, Horace King. So, I mean, there's a street called Horace King. Mm -hmm. People may not know who he is, what he did, but he was a former slave who became an architect and he built a whole bunch of bridges mm -hmm. around Georgia. Um, and he's buried here in town and you know or uh, we've got one coming out in the near future about Charlie Joseph uh, we've got one about um, just a whole bunch of different little things that are unique and special to this town and so um, you know go watch them those, those are I think are particularly interesting and I guess just because I'm working for the city you know I, everybody is gonna complain about the government but like Man, I can tell you, we're trying. <laughs> we are tr we are busting our butts to try and improve everything that we can as much mm -hmm. um, in this town, as well as you know, give people a voice to everything they want. And and so with my current position, I'm kind of here to make videos and put them out there so people know, like, hey, look, your government's in use. We're doing stuff. You know, hey, you know, please please check it out. You know, if you can't make the Christmas parade. We put it on live and we throw it out on Facebook Live for anybody to watch it if they can't make it but they want to see it um, or any of those kind of things. So I don't think I realize that. Yeah, like I mean, it is it is pretty much a public service that we're trying to get out there. Like people, we were all the parades we put on our LGTV Facebook and we put them out there live for people to watch. Um, we have some little series that we do on there as well, and and I do little highlight videos or other stuff like that of. Uh, city events that are in town like every month we have a litter cleanup it's called leaving LaGrange better than we found it which was an initiative brought on by um, our city manager Meg Kelsey okay. um, I think it was the beginning of 2018 mm -hmm. which every once a month people from community members as well as city employees we go out at a different spot and we pick up litter and we are trying to you know just help better the community and so I kind of I go out there um, and I'm shooting video, just trying to let people know about like, hey, you know, we're, mm -hmm. what different things we're doing and, or other kind of city run events that are being put out there as well. So, um, you know, we're a resource that, you know, we're just trying to let people know that, you know, we're not just sitting back here collecting taxes mm -hmm. and, you know, saying, wahaha, you know, big government. No, um, we're actually really trying. So I'd say there are resources that we have, so uh, feel free to go check them out and hopefully learn a little bit more about uh, your local LaGrange government. And I guess the only other things I want to mention that uh, you could have asked, or that you shouldn't have asked, but that I'll mention about myself is um, I love trivia, pub trivia, and I'm super competitive. I play pretty much every week at Your Pie at 7 o'clock. Uh, if anyone thinks they can take me down, my team is one of the better ones uh, there. I love Lizzie, and we're awesome. And so if you think you can beat me, come one, on. One night of the week. Uh, Wednesday, sorry. <laughs> Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. Uh, and then, if you don't mind, I'll plug my own podcast sure. real quick. If anybody is interested in listening, I have technically two, um, where 
My brother and I, we talk all things nostalgia, pretty much anything pop culture from the late 70s up to mid-90s. Okay. The podcast is called The Blast From Our Past Podcast, um, where we do movie, sh- movie reviews, TV show reviews, uh, anything really pop culture. Um, we're coming up at our 100th episode, really excited wow. about that. Should be out in mid-January, so very excited. Um, that's been a lot of fun. And then I do another podcast with a buddy of mine where we're watching every episode of Seinfeld and giving everyone a, giving it a breakdown. So we're into season three on that one right now. We've got a long way to go, but it's been a lot of fun just kind of rewatching Seinfeld. So I'm I'm a pop culture nerd and I'm a nostalgic pop, pop culture nerd because I have two podcasts where I just go and talk about old stuff from when I was younger and I love it. Those sound awesome. Thank you. I hope I hope anybody wants to check them out. Um, yeah, they're they're a lot of fun. They're definitely adult. I. I I've tamed my language on this podcast, but I, <laughs> I kind of let it all fly on those because it's just, it's for, it's for fun. <laughs> so. What was the name of the Seinfeld podcast? Seinfeld podcast is called Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. Okay. And the other one was a Blast from Our Past? A, yep. Blast from Our Past podcast. Okay. Be sure to check those out, guys. All right. Thank you all. Appreciate it. the interview i hope you enjoyed listening don't forget to follow on social media and leave us a comment and review on whatever whatever podcast form you're listening on if you enjoyed this podcast please consider sharing it with someone else who you think will enjoy it email me your thoughts on today's show at earlgbarnett at gmail.com subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave a comment for bonus points follow at earlgbarnett on instagram and earlbarnett on twitter follow the podcast at hey lagrange on twitter and instagram Thanks again for listening. Enjoy your week, and remember that creativity takes courage.